0: Well, welcome, everybody, to the Decision Point Seminar. As you just heard, my name is Rich Hung, and I'm here with my coworker, also Edwin Martinez. We're part of the Decision Point staff. Uh, our ministry was formerly called National School Project. And in this workshop, we're excited to share with you ways that God is using students like you, if you're a student, uh, to bring the hope of Jesus to their peers on campus. And it's our hope that you're actually really inspired by some of the stories and some of the training that you receive Here today to go and share your faith really anywhere with anyone. So, show of hands, how many of you guys are public school students? Awesome. I went to public school for the majority of my kind of lower education. And then, how many of you guys are private school students? Awesome. I did private school until after kindergarten. All right. Um, Any homeschool? All right. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, the good news is that, you know, This applies to you no matter what context you're in. So I'll try to speak to to everybody in in that kind of context. So in this workshop, like I said, we're going to share about why and how to share the gospel. We're going to give you three specific challenges to share the gospel. And then we're going to share one exciting opportunity to lead gospel outreach if you're a public school student and even a private school student too. And even some application if you're a homeschool student in this as well. And by the end of the seminar, our hope is that You're actually equipped, and you walk out these doors with some practical tools to go bring the hope of Jesus through the gospel with your friends and at school. So first of all, let's start with the problem. So we can, um, next slide here. All right, so problems. All right, so why is it so important to bring the gospel to your campus and to your friends in the first place? Well, just think about your school, and, and just consider the faces Of the people that you see right the people who walk the halls what are the things that they are facing right and we we know there's a ton of things right now right a lot of big issues that people are facing whether it's broken families or drugs or depression or a lack of self-worth and for me one of the big ones is this 1.1 million students report attempting suicide each year i mean that's crazy and then number two is just how many students and young people self-identify as atheists more than ever before. And so just growing up in a straight-up godless context right in their home. And so on your worksheet, go ahead and just write some of the problems that you see at your school. Okay, what are some of those things? And as you do that, why don't you just go ahead and just shout some of those things out. What are some of the problems that you guys see among your generation at school? Just shout them out. Anxiety, yes. Substance abuse. Depression. Depression. Yes. These are huge, heavy issues. Absolutely. So I'm going to write some of those things down. And as you do, I'm going to keep going because this is a short seminar, only 30 minutes. All these things that I listed off, uh, that you guys shouted out, that you're writing down right now, are all physical symptoms, emotional, mental symptoms of of a much deeper problem rooted in that it's a spiritual problem is that they don't know jesus jesus who alone can set them free jesus who could remove the shame and the guilt jesus who could provide the forgiveness and literally wash them clean and make them whole again and jesus who could give them a hope that transcends all circumstances even death itself How, how do i know this because of the resurrection from the grave amen hallelujah praise God. And so maybe you are here today because you want to make a difference at your school, your campus, or in the lives of your friends, but you don't know how. And so I just want to let you know that you're not alone. We've actually coached students at over 500 schools around the nation to, to do gospel outreach, to do evangelism. And so we can actually help you, and we firmly believe that God can use you. So, Evan, why don't you come on up, why don't you tell them about Jackson, okay?
1: Thank you, Rich. Yep. Yeah, ja- real quick, um, Jackson was a student just like you who attended Richards High School in Chicago. And uh, one of the things that he saw the brokenness in his in his classroom and his peers, he saw the problem. That he decided to join Decision Point and make himself a leader. And quickly, we trained him. He started a Christian club. We taught him how to how to share his testimony, how to share the gospel. And months later, he put an outreach event uh, for for his peers, for his, for his for his campus. And over 250 students showed up week and uh, that week and heard the gospel. That's a, that's already an impactful event. And many of them accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And a lot of students that were like unoffensive rededicated their lives to Jesus. And we praise the Lord for that. But I want to highlight a specific student. One of those students is named Muhammad. He came day after day. And one of those days, he gave his life to the Lord. And by his name, you, you, you know that he comes from a, a Muslim background and when when Jackson followed up with him he, he he heard these beautiful words he said Jackson i'm i'm no longer a muslim anymore i've decided to follow jesus i experienced the love and joy of christ as, as i read as i read the bible as i heard the speakers so uh, check out this awesome awesome testimony as you as we as we read it together he posted this on his instagram he says god thank you for making a way for me to have a relationship with you show and showing me how i can spend uh, intentional time with you, knowing you in Jesus name. this is a prayer. this is a, this is a person that his life is completely changed for eternity. And that's what we desire for you, and that's what we desire for every student on our campuses and our and, and those that we know in our community. Um, so if God used Jackson, he can also use you. Just know that. Know that. Know that God can use you and wants him to use you. And I'll, but again, you guys might be wondering, is it really possible? Can God really use me? And the answer is absolutely he can. God promises to, and I just want to highlight th- these passages in Scripture because according to Ephesians 3.20, our God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than all we ask for or imagine. And in Matthew 28, as he tells his disciples, and go and make disciples, he says, God promises that he is with you to the ends of the age. And even if you're young right now, in First Timothy 4.12, uh, Paul says... God can use you at such a young age. Yet still, again, I'm seeing here some of you are might be still doubting, might say, hey, this is all cool, but but is praying, reading my Bible, sharing my faith at school, is that even legal? And the answer again is yes, it is. So there's I want you guys to write this down on your there are two laws that I want you to know. And the first is the First Amendment, right? And the second is called the Equal Access Act. The First Amendment, it protects three things. The first is it protects your freedom of speech, your freedom of press, and your freedom of assembly. This means that in your school, your teacher or administration, they can't stop you from talking about Jesus, uh, talking about biblical truths. And the second thing is they can't can't stop you from passing out gospel tracts, anything material that that has Jesus or biblical content in it. And third they can't stop you from starting a Christian club where you can disciple other students where you can pray for them and, and, and read your Bible with one another however these things you should it should be done wisely and responsibly so not I don't mean like during class interrupting class because it's still still class time you can you can uh, get in trouble for that so you want to do it uh, during passing periods during lunch before school or after school and, and, and uh, encourage others to to, to hang out. And the second thing is, uh, the second law is designed to protect your Christian club once you develop it. And it's called the Equal Access Act. This law says that all students from different student groups must not discriminate against against your faith group. And it is to be treated equally with other clubs. So if they allow other clubs to do do it, that means that your Christian club can also do it. So that means you can reserve a a classroom on campus. You can uh, hang posters, hand out um, flyers to, to whatever event that you're doing on campus, and you can host events. You can invite speakers to teach, inspire, and just disciple other students. So now that you know that not only is God on your side and he is with you, but the law is on your side, the question is, what can you do?
0: you can do a lot and like you said again it's you can do a lot of those things at school but during non-instructional time so that's kind of like the legalese right like during non-instructional time like pass out bibles and all that stuff but you can do a lot and my simple question to you is what if God used you to reach your friends right your peers your classmates your generation and so think through that and I want you to actually check out this video real short video of how God used students like you to reach their campus so check this video out Like having such a cool like event that like so many students
1: are going to and hearing about God. All of a sudden, the pages of Scripture become alive to them. Now it's not just a, a distant story in the past, and that would be nice if it happened today, but they get to see God experience in miraculous ways right in second period at their school. It's amazing.
0: So on your worksheet, go ahead and write down what you think God could do through an event like this at your campus. So go ahead and write that down. What could he do through an event, gospel outreach at your campus, in the lives of your friends? Go ahead going write that down in your worksheet. And just shout it out. What stood out to you from the video? What stood out to you? Just shout it out. Anything stand out to you? How many people were there? Yes, absolutely. Anything else? Yeah, totally, absolutely. Um, they said the high yeah, he's like, man, I believe the biggest mission field of high school. I, I believe that too. That's a huge mission field right here in America. Absolutely, 100%. So good. Well, to host an on-campus outreach like that, I want to talk about that a little bit. We're actually looking for Christian club leaders. Any Christian club leaders here this next school year? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Members? Christian club members next year? Super cool. We're glad that you guys are here. Really great. We, we believe that you guys are actually in a unique position as leaders to actually give... Your entire campus an opportunity to hear the gospel before they graduate. And you know how, how fast this year went by, right? Like it's gonna go by fast, and all y'all are gonna be in college real soon, right? And so we actually wanna invite you to apply for some coaching. Like I said, we can actually help you. Uh, we can help you run your club, uh, run these outreaches uh, through personalized coaching. And again, like I said, we've coached stu- students at over 500 schools around the nation. We could send you some amazing resources. We have this student leader guide that has a ton of content about how to do all of this. We have a student action plan that has like a timeline of how to kind of map out your year because the truth is, is after you take out spring break and Christmas break and the holidays and minimum days, you only have so many weeks to work with. So you got to be strategic. We've thought through that for you so you don't have to do that mental gymnastics and say, hey, here's a plan that you could run with this school year. We can give you access to 39 online training videos. We can give you a starter kit with tools and some fun swag and we've written some really fresh club series content that you could do with your club members in your club, like, uh, who do you say that I am? And it's a, it's a series about when Jesus claims the, all the claims that he's making in the Gospel of John. We have another series called Follow Jesus for those who put their faith in Jesus and say, hey, what does it mean to be a Christian and some of the fundamentals of the faith? And so we have those things in some series like six-week series, five-week series, so content that you can use to really get into the Word of God and point people to Jesus and to grow in their faith or know what it means To be a Christian. Now you might be sitting here and like, I'm not a club leader. Well, that's okay. You could actually still do this too. And you could go actually and share this with maybe the Christian club leaders at your campus. And maybe you're sitting here thinking, I know there's not a Christian club at my campus. I'm an ASB. I know all the clubs on campus, and there's not a Christian club. Well, you can go start one. And we can even send you a video that will actually show you how to start a Christian club at your school. And you might be sitting here thinking, well, I go to private school. Well, the truth is, is I was talking to Johnny, the main speaker. He was saying he wrote a letter 10 years later after he graduated high school to his whole graduating senior class from his private Christian high school. There was only 64 of them. And only six replied that they're still following Jesus. Okay, so that's less than 10% of those he graduated from the Christian school that are still following Jesus. Your private school, if you go to private Christian school, is a mission field, too, and you can go reach them just like this. And if you're homeschooled, you're like, what can I do? Well, if you have friends that are in public school or private school, you can actually go and help them. Pray with them. Hey, how can I help you? Hey, I know you're a Christian club leader. Hey, what kind of assistance do you need? You know, I want to help. Put me in the game, right? I want to encourage you again, uh, the response card is to make sure you you fill this out. And then if you want more information, you can go to decisionpoint.org forward slash camp. And that's where you can apply. That's where you can see a lot more information. Decision point. Dot org forward slash camp. So we're going to kind of turn a corner real quick, and we want to now share some challenges with you, some three practical challenges, and then actually get into, like, how to share the gospel. And we know we're just scratching the surface because it's only 30 minutes in the seminar. And so the three challenges we want to share with you is a Pray 5 challenge, the Go Witness challenge, and the Give God's Word challenge. So, Edwin, why don't you run on up and give them the challenge.
1: Absolutely. I, love, I love Number challenges. One. I love challenges. Number one. We start with prayer. It's important that God has gifted us this this gift of prayer. Uh, our first challenge is the. It looks like this: a pray five challenge, and it's simply this. We just commit to. We just put five of our friends down, strangers down, anybody, and then just say we ask the Lord just to pr- to, to pray for pray for these people, these five people, for five minutes um, every day for five weeks. And there's three specific things that we are constantly praying. And that the first one is that God opens the door and opportunity to come, that we can share the gospel. And the third thing is that we learn that God teaches us how to specifically share the gospel so simply so, uh, and boldly that they can understand the gospel. And third, that, that the word that, that God changes their heart, that they come to know Jesus, come to have a relationship with Christ. Again, we want to start with this prayer, prayer five because prayer is powerful. Colossians, the Word of God tells us that that we are to be believers that are constantly praying for the lost, constantly praying for one another, and that we are in Ephesians five that we are to be bold in our prayer, that we are going to a powerful God who can change hearts, who can change our hearts, and change those that are far from God. Listen to this to, to this um, to this testimony that I want to I want to read from a student named Daniel. It says when he took the Pray 5 Challenge, he saw God at work. He said, I began praying every day that God would give me opportunities to share my faith, that I would be courageous enough to take those opportunities when they showed up. Soon enough, I was looking all over for these opportunities, and guess what? I was finding these opportunities everywhere. The coolest thing that happened my senior year was the opportunity that I gave to sh- was able to give and share the gospel to my best friend while eating Mongolian barbecue. We began talking about eternity, God, and the gospel. And that conversation opened doors for multiple other conversations about the gospel and about doubts that he had. That year, my friend gave his life to the Lord. And now, years later, we still get together every week and talk and pray and serve at our church. And he says, was personal witnessing awkward? Sure. Sometimes it was. But was it worth it? He says, a million times, yes. And the crazy thing about this person, Daniel, is uh, he later decides to to be to church plan and become a pastor. And I ended up running into him, and I actually served with him now. He's actually my pastor, and I get to serve with him. And it's just mind-blowing how things just, uh, how God is, is through this challenge, how God is able to do amazing things through prayer. Now, my question for you is this. What if you began to pray like Daniel and see, and see God at work? So I, wanted, I want you guys to take this time and just right now I want to invite you to do this challenge real quick. And just start. Think about five friends that you want to put just five friends down. Or not even just five friends. But think about people that, that you find in school that are lonely. That you see them and you always pass right by them. And that maybe you just that God gives you the courage to talk to them. Or, or think about people that, you, that in your heart they, they, they bug you and you kind of just in a sense hate. Because they, see, they may be like bullies. They may be just like mean people. And you just say, hey God, change your heart. Just think about those people. Think about those people that, that you'll think never might never come to, to faith. But Jesus calls the far to come near to him. So do that right now.
0: All right, we're going to keep rolling here. You guys can keep filling that out. You don't have to limit it to five people either. But it, it it's a good practice just to sit and think, yeah, who who are those people I want to pray for specifically that God would save them and give me an opportunity to share the hope that I have in Jesus with them. <coughs> this brings us to our second challenge, the go witness challenge. And it's so simple. Simply as this pick a date this fall when you're back on campus to go talk about Jesus with others. It's just a conversation. And bring a friend with you. Maybe that just sounds scary. Maybe at first, yes, I feel a little nervous too sometimes. Maybe it feels a little awkward, and it doesn't have to be. It's so worth it, just like Daniel was saying in that testimony. So let's root ourselves in truth real quick. Later I'm going to share one specific way that we can share the gospel and then give you time to actually practice. So three truths from the scripture of why we should witness, why we should f- share our faith. Number one, you could write this down in your notes. Is, I think it's up here too, is that we are God's ambassadors 2 Corinthians chapter 5, right? For we are God's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. In that chapter, God has entrusted us with this message of reconciliation, and he wants us. We have to speak. We have to share this good news. That's why we're here. Number two is that God commands that we proclaim the gospel, and you see that not just in Mark chapter 16, but all throughout the scriptures. And number three, if you won't, then who will? Romans chapter 10, right, where Paul says, "Right, like how are they going to go unless they're sent, and how are they going to hear unless someone speaks and pro- proclaims and preaches the good news to them?" So that's the go witness challenge. And why don't you come up, give the last challenge, give God's word challenge, and then we'll go into some practical how to witness.
1: So, coming up. Yeah. So this one is, um, give God's word challenge. This is the final final challenge, and we know we we just said that God's. That prayer is powerful, but also God's word is powerful. God uses his word to transform lives. And he changes the the mind and the heart. So we've surveyed over 50 students at public school. I mean, many students at public schools and almost about 50% of students don't even know what John 3.16 is. And even In-N-Out knows what John 3.16 is. So, So our job is to go and share to the word of God. Right, to, to 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 not only sh- give them a Bible or give them tracks or or um, or any type of uh, things resources with 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 biblical content that you can even explain it to them. So so our we, we want to do three simple things, ways that we can do this. You want to ask like, what is the best way? And I, there's three ways that I simply and our team does, and great opportunities to share, share uh, the Bible. And the first one is. Um, to share it after you share your testimony. Once you share your testimony, just don't leave them empty-handed. Say, hey, you know what, Just I want to I give you this. this. This will change my life. Here, boom, simple as that. Leave them with that. The second thing is uh, there's, a, there's a there's a date, October 7th, which is, which is a national, like in a sense, holiday, where it's bring your Bible to school day. And that is an opportunity, not only that you bring your Bible, but you bring a, a bunch of Bibles or even life books that are right there and just like begin to hand them out. He's like... Say happy happy bring your Bible to school day holiday whatever you want to do it so just head them out. Another way is uh, during Christmas time, uh, there was this one girl uh, that we trained and she gave uh, not only uh, over 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 a hundred Bibles and she put candy canes on them and I think they were uh, life books and she's like hey come to learn the season uh, why you, why we celebrate Christmas this is the, Jesus is the reason here learn about him and that's just a simple ways that you can can um, just give your Bibles, a ways, ex- and, um, and just uh, real quick, guys, um, I just write down in your paper just two things, write out the date that you want to do this, and the amount of, of, of Bibles you want to challenge yourself to give away this year, thanks.
0: Can you believe there's only five more minutes in this workshop? <laughs> it goes by fast, so, hey, we want, now we're going to get to the, the part of, like, how to actually, how do I witness, okay, so when God opens the door, will you be ready Will you be ready to share the hope of the gospel with those on your Pray 5 list? And really with anybody. So we actually want to give you uh, just one way that Decision Point shares the gospel in five steps. So you can write this down. I think it's on the screen. The five steps, I'm going to rattle them off real quick. Number one is to prepare the conversation. Number two, to begin the conversation. Number three, to share the gospel. Number four, to invite the person to respond. And then number five is to prepare for follow-up. I'm actually going to dive in right now, just because of time, and dive into just steps one and two, because this is often where people get stuck. Simply, how do I start the conversation? How do I get started, right? Like, you don't just launch into the gospel, right? How do we do that? And so, number one, prepare the conversation. And really, it's prayer. It's praying and asking God to fill you with boldness through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's time to surrender your fears to God, to really refocus and reorient maybe your fear of man and what they're gonna think of you, to shift that to God and say, no, God, I more care about what you think of me and you're with me and I'm going out in obedience and I wanna go fill me with your love and gentleness and courtesy and boldness and joy to share the hope that I have in you, the forgiveness, the life that I have in you. And so really prepare the conversation is really, it's like a heart check, it's praying. And then number two is to begin the conversation. It's simply that it's just start talking if usually when i don't know the person i come up and say hey, excuse me hey can i just interrupt you for a second i'm here with my buddy edwin and we're just going around just asking some people some questions can we share and we're, we're sharing about god can we share ask can we ask you a question about god and they're like sometimes they just roll their eyes and I'm like okay sure what is it <laughs> i said if you could describe god how would you describe god and they roll their eyes again and they just they just share without whatever right like so if I, so let's just role play for a second so hey hi uh, can i interrupt you for a second yeah, hey, we're just going around asking people questions about God. Um, can I ask you, how would you describe God? Um, person in the sky. Awesome. Okay, pause right there. Okay, cool. So I asked, what I asked was a permission question. Hey, can I interrupt you for a second and ask you questions about God? Sure. Okay. Then I asked the question, how would you describe God? That's a great question. Write that down. How would you describe God? And what you want to do is not give a rebuttal like, oh, no, 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 let me correct that because it says here, you know, like, no, 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 don't give any rebuttal. Just say, cool, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, so you see how God's kind of like some being in the sky. Cool. Hey, now you want to ask, you want to go from per- permission question to transition question. And this is a question, hey, can I actually take a moment to share with you about how I would describe God? Sure. I guess. Whoa, green light. I can share the gospel now. And that's where you can share the gospel. And literally like 99.999% of the time, that's how it happens. Now, let's say we know each other, okay? And we're just eating pizza, we're hanging out, and what's your name? Bella. Bella. I'm saying, hey, Bella, you know what? Like, I don't think I've ever asked you this before, Bella, but what? do you have an opinion about God? How would you describe God? And so it's, it's like, it's the same thing, but it's like, it's just different because I know Bella, because we're friends. That's, it's so casual. You could be chilling with your legs crossed, sipping your coffee or whatever, and hey, I never asked you this, but do you have an opinion about God? That's great, because it's like non-threatening. Like, give an opinion about God. How would you describe God? Okay, so that's, that's fantastic. And then when they give you the green light, sure. You can, you can share with me. You can share the gospel with these four easy um, po- uh, key terms, okay? So this is how you share the gospel with these four terms. God, write this down. God, God's love. So God's love. Number two, our condition. Number three, God's response. And number four, our response, this is scratching the surface. So let me, let me say, so she let's say she gave the green light and said, Belle, this is how I describe God. God created you and he loves you so much. I just want you to know that, okay? And let's pause real quick. You gotta let them know that God loves them. God made them. Like they can't walk away not knowing that, okay? So if you have two seconds, like a minute with them, that's what you wanna be able to share. And then second, say, but here's the truth, is that we're all sinners, all of us. Uh, we've fallen short of God's standards, but God didn't leave us like that. God actually has a solution, and that solution is his son, Jesus Christ, who is the only provision for our sin, and he died upon that cross so that we could be forgiven through his blood, but have hope through the resurrection. So, Bella, hey, like, what, is there anything that would ever hold you back from kind of turning from sin and your way of doing life your own way and putting your faith and trust in Jesus? And then at that point, you just kind of zip it, right? It's like, that's the kind of the, that's the invite the person to respond part. So, I shared God's love, literally, I just did that in a minute. God's love, our condition that we're sinners. Number three, right, God's response. He sent Jesus, right, the greatest gift to humanity. And then number four is our response. Hey, is there anything that would ever hold you back from turning from doing life your own way and putting your faith in Jesus? And then let all those things that you just shared kind of like stir curiosity. Wait, wait, wait. What do you, what do you mean, Rich? Like, can you Go back to that Jesus thing on the cross. I always thought about that. And then you talk about that. Oh, wait, what do you mean this response thing in sin? And, and you talk about, like, there's so many ways you can go with that. But that's the easy way you can go about it with anybody, your sibling, your friend, your cousin, and whatnot. We don't have enough time to role play right now, but this, you could guys, you could actually role play this. You could do this during lunchtime. And I just want to close by inviting you all to consider joining this movement of students and becoming a decision point leader. How? It's to say yes to the challenges and if you say yes to the challenges, let us know on the card, and we'll actually follow up with you to send you some resources. And then if you are some of the, Christ, some of the Christian club leaders here, I want to specifically challenge you to say yes to lead an outreach at your school. And if you say yes, uh, we'll follow up with you to help you apply for some coaching. And if you say yes right now, and no, no, like, this, don't, don't, like, feel pressure, but, like, if you say yes, you're like, yeah, actually, that's, my heart's crying out to say yes, I want to do that. We actually want to, like, give you a T-shirt, one of these T-shirts today. Um, just to celebrate that step of first step of faith to say, you know, I'm gonna commit to do this. So see us after before you go to the next seminar. We wanna give you a T-shirt. Fill the rest of this out. Leave it with, hand it to Edwin and drop the pen off right here. Um, actually, there's, o- actually this today, you group is smaller. You guys can keep those pens. All right. Hey, let me pray for you guys. God bless this group. Fill them with your spirit, encouragement, love. Open their ears and hearts to receive all that you have for them here in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much.